this episode of the AC Sports Report, we have Hakeem Clark, who is the Executive Director for LifeBridge Health and Fitness. This is Connor Newcomb from the Locked On Orioles podcast. For athletes of all types, both on and off the field, the Sports Medicine Institute at LifeBridge Health is a game changer. Led by board-certified physicians using state-of-the-art equipment, the Sports Medicine Institute at LifeBridge Health will have you back to what you love. To learn more, go to www.lifebridgehealth.org slash sportsmedicine or call 410-870-7940. If you've been looking for someone that talks about youth sports in the DMV, from basketball to football, volleyball, soccer, lacrosse, baseball, and softball, you've found it. We are the authority. This is the AC Sports Report. There's a thriving community of youth sports in the DMV, and we cover it all. From interviews to game reports to player scouting, public and private schools, and we even cover the college recruiting process. This is the AC Sports Report, and here's your host, John Miller. Hakeem, I want to thank you for finding your way to the studio. I start many of my podcasts with that. I don't think you had to ask any questions. I think you just showed up at the door and we're like, boom, I'm here. Well, this is what I do. (laughs) (laughs) You must have children. I do. I have a four-year-old. Talks all the time. Nice. Lots of energy? Yeah, lots of energy. And sometimes... Daddy, 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 daddy. Yeah, he climbs on my shoulders. He wants to climb on my shoulders. And I was like, no, 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 please. It's 8 o'clock in the morning. I got a suit on. Please. (laughs) Very nice. We get too far. Let's get, let's can we learn a little bit about Hakeem? Because I, you know, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions, and I'd really like to know a little bit about your athletic background. Did you play sports in school? Sure. Yes, I have always loved sports ever since I uh, first saw the, the the now Commanders win the Super Bowl back when I was four, uh, and from that point on, I wanted to play football, soccer. I was always a fast little kid, and. Uh, it's funny how we all kind of figure out what we're good at when we're at a really young age. And at that point, I was like, I am faster than every single person here. And so uh, I, I loved soccer. I really, really went hard for soccer until um, really about elementary, middle school. Then I started doing some basketball. I loved playing football. I really loved playing all sports. Um you know, unfortunately, shout out to Charlie Clark. She did not uh, lean as much part into me playing sports as I wanted. But uh, so I, I didn't get any private tutors like the kids have now for basketball or some of the other sports. But uh, I had a lot of fun. And um, once I got into high school, I still ran some track, still played basketball. I still play basketball now in my old man's league. I actually played last night, 30 plus. Shout out to all the 30-plus rec players out there. Um, I'm still sore from last night, but I also play a little tennis, and uh, tennis is fun. It's competitive also. Um, I'm ranked as a 3-5, and so, uh, yeah, yeah. So tennis, not pickleball. I just want to make sure. You know, I'm in my 30s. I'm not in my 70s yet. And so, <laughs> not that pickleball can't be for people who are younger, but uh, yeah, right now I'm, I'm focused on tennis. Pickleball is soon to come. 
couple decades. Very cool. So let's not go too far. High school. Can you tell us what high school you went to? I went to Hammond High in Howard County. Nice. The mascot was? The mascot was the Bears. The, the Hammond Bears. High Golden Bears. Golden Bears. And you said you ran track. What event did you, would you, would you say was one of your, your best performing ones? My best performing event was the 400, unfortunately, which is probably why I didn't run and run afterwards because it was too hard, but I was good enough that they uh, wanted me to keep going. Yeah, we talked about that. 400 is that distance that you have to run fast, but you also have to run long. And usually at the end of the race is a little painful. Yeah, you got about 300 yards where you're good to go. And that last 100, you're, you're just trying not to die and embarrass yourself. Very nice. You did not go on to play organized sports in college. I did uh, not. But you did go to college. I did. Can you tell us where you went to college? I did. I went to University of Maryland, College Park, CP. My freshman year was the year they won national championship. In what sport? In basketball. Nice. That had to be electric. It was amazing. I was not one of the people who rioted, but I did observe it. Um, but uh, we also went to the Orange Bowl in football, and um, it, that was uh, that was quite the, the freshman year. So all the trivia buffs who are, are listening to the podcast right now are going to go back in their, their brain cells, and they're going to know what year you were talking about. But I don't, but that's okay. We'll, we'll figure that out. People like me are going to go to Google and figure mm-hmm. out what year that was. So we're, gonna, we're all going to know how old you are. If they're listening in Maryland, they probably know. They, they know. They know. How about them Terrapins? So you went to Maryland, and your major was? Kinesiology. Oh, my goodness. That is an ology that I'm not sure I'm familiar with. <laughs> what is kinesiology, Mr. Clark? Kinesiology is the study of human body movement. So kinesiology is encompassing of sports medicine, physical therapy, uh, athletic training, um, sports performance or strength conditioning. There's probably some other stuff in there too, but uh, generally those are the main main career paths. So it sounds like this is a good place to get a, a broad uh, understanding of how the body works to prepare you for professional school or graduate school into something else. Correct, correct. Did you stay involved with sports when you were in kinesiology? We, we know you weren't on a team. You look like you could have played basketball. I'm just saying. I don't want you to say, but you didn't. Well, did, you, you, did you coach anywhere? Did you train anybody? So I look like I play basketball, but when you uh, are at a school like Maryland, 6'3 does not get you that far. 6'3 is only like, you know, you better be really, really amazing. Um, but I, I was actually a student, at, a student trainer when I was in school. So my first two years, I was a student trainer. Uh, first year is just generally I was able to uh, help train with the swimming team, tennis, um, baseball, the track team a little bit, a little bit of the football team. And then the second year, they were like, wow, this guy's so amazing. Let's just make him the whole sole trainer for the, for the track and field team. And so, so this I, is your second year. You're now a sophomore. Just, uh, I just now, want to keep up. Yes, I'm okay. a sophomore. Okay. Keep going. Sophomore and in college. And they said, wow, yeah, let's just give him this whole sport. So it was all fine. It was, it was good. Nothing happened. Um, <laughs> nobody died. But um, we, that was, that was a great experience. We, were able to, we went to the ACC Championships. I was able to um, be with some athletes at the, the National Championships with the, for track. And I even met my wife. Go figure. Not at the time. I didn't date her then. That was way, maybe a decade later. So, so you met your wife in college, but you didn't start dating and get romantically yeah. involved until later. No, she had an attitude. I was like, what's this, what's this person doing? And then, uh, you know, we connected off of some emails later on. So she, she then came back to Maryland. Hold on. Before we get too far, what's your wife's name? My wife is Tiffany. Got it. Got it. All right. So yeah. keep, keep going. You're, you're training, uh, 
track and among other things at Maryland. Yep. So actually, quick shout out to my wife, Tiffany, who did have some records at University of Cal. And I think it was the 200. Shout out, Tiffany. Whoop, whoop. Um, but yes, I, I was a student trainer for track. And um, I, I, that was the goal um, going into college and my idea what I was going to do after college. But every year, the student newspaper publishes a uh, what, all the salaries for all, um, all the public employees for University of Maryland. This is publicly accessible information. You can just Google it for everybody. Um, but I, I decided to you know, take a look at what my boss made. And I t- took a look at that number. And I saw how many hours he was working, and I saw how stressed he was. And I said, hmm, I don't think that's for me. I think that I might need to find another career path. And so uh, after some deep reflection, I decided to go towards uh, physical therapy, which is kind of similar to athletic training. Athletic training is kind of you're the, the man on the spot when an injury happens, um, and sometimes and you're kind of helping the athlete after they've you know had whatever um, injury they've had. You know you might be helping them a little bit with rehab, so you're a little bit of everything. Um, but physical therapy is a little bit more after somebody's had an injury. Now you're helping them rehabilitate that injury, helping them to you're figuring out how what muscles to strengthen up to help them become better and get back to where they were. And so it's still within the same line and same same line of thinking, but um, considerably more profitable uh, for as an individual in terms of career. So I decided to go that route. And uh, so in the next two years, I became a physical therapy aide. Um, while I was a physical therapy aide within that same uh, that same clinic, they actually had a a sports performance facility. So uh, Mark Shropshire, who uh, led Shropshire Sports Performance, uh, he I actually met him uh, after I graduated um, a few months after that uh, at the gym. And I, by that point, I had started doing a little personal training myself, and I had talked to him about becoming. Uh, helping him out. I was like, yeah, I'm great, this great personal trainer. How about I do sports performance too? It seems like the same thing. It's not really the same thing. Not even a little bit. Uh, but um, it does have the same principles in terms of trying to make somebody physically better and kind of pinpointing uh, what they're doing um, what they do well, what they need help on, um, how they move physically. And so sports performance kind of takes that to like the next level so that you're able to help people um, get to where they want to be from a, a physical performance standpoint. So that's interesting because because I so so trainer kind of sits in the middle. It's like usually they're on the field. They do some stuff, you know, preventively before mm-hmm. hopefully there's an injury. Hopefully there isn't an injury. But if you work with a trainer before, it could prevent an injury. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you do have an injury, the trainer's there to treat it on the spot and maybe do a little bit after. Physical therapy, same same world, same thing. It, mm-hmm. there's, they do some preventative stuff, but they do a whole lot of rehab um, after the injury. But sports performance, I would say you're more on the the proactive side before they're, before they're on yeah. the field, before they if they get an injury before they'd had an injury. So it looks like you like that preventive, um, proactive side of things a little better than the reactive side on the tail end. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think that's a great way to describe it. It is a spectrum. So there is, you know, student as a as a trainer, you're there on the spot, physical therapy, you're rehabbing, sports performance. There is a little bit of preventative there too because your sports performance is a little bit more one-on-one um you're 
you know, you might be doing some ACL prevention, especially for girls who um, I think 60% of uh, ACL tears actually happen with uh, girls because of the, the width of the hips. And so you're doing specific exercises to prevent injury, but also that's also more the um, the pro, as you said, the proactive side. But, um, you know, strength conditioning is also, um, it, which is, kind of two peas in a pod with sports performance, but strength conditioning is you're working more with the team. And that is truly actively um, proactive, trying to get an athlete or a group of athletes where you want to be. So especially in a like college or a college football, um, strength conditioning is huge because there's a humongous difference between the size of those athletes in college versus high school. So you might have a lineman who's coming in and they might be 225 and high school is great, but college, you know, I, I don't know if you've seen Alabama's offensive line, but those are some big boys and yes, they're yes, all sir. probably about 280, 300 plus cause they're all going into an NFL. Yep. And so you don't want to be a lineman only weighing about 225 cause you're going to get manhandled because pushed around. That's right. So I'd, I'd love to keep walking through your, your career path, but I'm going to fast forward just a little bit sure. to where you are now. So right now you're the executive director of LifeBridge Health and Fitness, but within LifeBridge Health is also the Parisi Speed School. Do you have anything to do with that? Yes. So I am, I'm putting this in quotations, I'm the owner of the Parisi Speed School. So um, that is under my purview. I do still train a couple athletes nice. here and there, which, you know, gets me out of, uh, gets me out of some meetings and I can just kind of relax and, and, and space out and look at athletes be awesome, you know, for an hour at a time. And, um, you know, that's still very, very rewarding experience. So for people that haven't been there to the Parisi Speed yes. School, it's uh, we know LifeBridge Health is the big building. It's in Pikesville. It's right off of uh, Racerstown mm-hmm. Road, Woodhome Shopping Center. Big, huge facility. You know, describe so, it to me. What's so it, what's it like? We have a, a big 3,000-square-foot uh, turf area um, to the side of the, the club, the main club. Um, there is a 25-yard track, 3,000-square-feet uh, uh, of turf. Uh, We have all of our uh, sports performance equipment, whether that is the platforms for Olympic lifting or, um, you know, a a power runner for uh, acceleration or teaching kids power. We have a Vertimax. Uh, That's where we do all of our testing, our athletic testing. So um, we can fit up to 35, 40 kids in there at one time. Wow. Um, Back in the day, I I trained, um, you know, a number of football teams in there all at the same time. Um, some soccer teams. So, um, you know, we have a lot of things going on. We start at ages seven and we go until, you know, you're a weekend warrior. I've had some some weekend tennis players who have been there. Uh, One time I had a, a competitive ultimate frisbee oh there you go player yeah he was fast he was fast and he but he and he was serious it was very intense um which i guess you would have to be to get sports performance for um, ultimate frisbee but um you know so we 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 train everybody uh a seven-year-old might not necessarily you might might be doing it to make them the next you know dak prescott but I, I, there is still benefit from 
for that kid just as there is for a 17 year old who's about to go into college i see how you slid football in there right there i'm just saying i mean you <laughs> there's a thing about football we talked about before the show uh, i'll let you talk to your mother about that afterwards yeah <laughs> <laughs> pre-sees over here three thousand square feet that's mm-hmm. huge that's a lot but then the rest of life bridge health is over there tell me about that place because it's not just like, like another planet fitness right it's not just a gym i mean you guys got a lot of things going on there yeah you know what not to diminish planet fitness but um we we do have we're a 69,000 square foot facility, and we have a heated swimming pool, a heated therapy pool. Um, we have a beautiful locker room with a steam room and a sauna inside. We have amenities inside the showers. Um, there's a, a NovaCare physical therapy clinic that is inside of the building. Um, well, that's convenient. It is. It's very convenient. And, you know, one of the best things about it is that um, for, you know, obviously for physical therapy, they, they treat people of all ages and all types. But um, they're able to use the turf, the turf space in Parisi for your rehab. So um, that's a big help. They're able to use our heated therapy pool, once again, for your rehab. So they have a lot of different ways to be able to help um, help their patients get back to where they want to be. Um, we have a Pilates um, facility. We have massage, which is very, very successful. Um, we ha- even have a kid zone, uh, which, you know, we have a lot of kids, especially uh, post-COVID. They can come in, play video games, do their homework. Um, it, it's 69,000 square feet. Seems big, and it is big, and especially during this time of covid uh, I, I, a lot of people are trying to get back into the gym, and we all realize that this is kind of seems to be something that we're going to have to live with. But if you have to live with it, why not live with it when you don't have to interact with people? And at Life Rich Health and Fitness, you can work out on the treadmill and not worry about somebody huffing and puffing and breathing and sweating all over you right next to you. And that's the, the joy of having a big facility and having things spaced out. Very nice. Well said. So this is the part of the the podcast where I'm like, oh, my gosh, this this guy has so much information. He's got the experience as a youth athlete. He's got the experience in college with college athletes. He's got the experience now as a professional in the field who helps train kids. He's also got his own kid. There's got to be something that is, you know, out there that you've either said a bunch of times or that you've seen people maybe, I don't want you to use the word mistake, but I will making a mistake. There's gotta be that thing where you're like, you know what? This is my advice. Um, you, you have kids coming into Parisi speed school. I mean, imagine some of the parents are, are overly aggressive. Some are not. What, what is, what is the one thing you'd like to tell the parents of kids that are coming to Parisi? What's your advice to them? You, you know, Parisi is, um, you know, when you're talking to people about Parisi, there's there there's parents fall into a couple different categories. There are the, as you mentioned, the overly aggressive parent who, you know, it's an eight-year-old and they want them, as I said, to be the next Dak Prescott. But then you also have parents who, you know, they're like, why would I do this for my kid? But you know what? I took my daughter to Jamboree. And you know why I took my daughter to Jamboree? I took them, took her there so that she's able to learn how to move better and she's able to get out all that extra energy so she's not hopping on pop and, you know, able to have fun, fun moving. And so that's the thing. For a 70-year-old, you're just, we're helping them to learn to walk and chew gum at the same time. So that means that you're, 
but through the same principles, you're for that seven year old, you're using the same principles for a 17 year old. It's just efficiency of movement. So for a seven year old, you're saying, hey, when you're running, this is what your arms are doing. And this is what your legs do. And by that, they're not tripping all over the place. They're able to have fun moving. They're able to enjoy sport more. They're able to enjoy movement and enjoy moving. Um, versus a 17-year-old, it's the same thing. You're teaching how to use their arms and legs better, but you're just working on more efficiency. And that older athlete, you, helping them to move more efficiently is going to be, be what helps them to be uh, – be more successful in whatever sport that they play. So, you know, at the end of the day, Parisi is a way to be able to help kids learn to, to move better, but also to enjoy their sport that they like more. But oftentimes, you know, you know, parents come to me and they say, you know, hey, my kid wants to do this, and they're throwing them into a thousand things. They got a private tutor for lacrosse. They come into you for lacrosse, and they say, do you think they're going to make it? Do you? And they're only 12 years old. And, you know, I, I say it's really up to them. Kids self-select. Kids self-select. So, you know, you know, you'll know when you're, if your kid wants to take this further because by how hard they will go after that. If you have to force them to come, then, you know, most likely this is not what, what is really on their heart <laughs> to do in 10 years from now. Um, but, you know, you see kids that 100% of the time when kids want it, they go after it. It doesn't matter how old they are. You, you, you said that before the show, the, the self-selecting uh, of what the kids do, and I, I can't agree more. Like we're kind of here to support and encourage, and, and they'll, they'll kind of decide how far they go with our mm -hmm. support and encouragement. Well said. Dude, I could sit here and talk all day, and I could go on forever, but I imagine the people listening are probably getting tired of me. If they wanted to reach out to you, if they wanted to contact you, if they wanted to learn more about Preezy or, or LifeBridge Health and Fitness, I'm guessing you guys have a website, uh, social media, all that kind of stuff? Yes, we do. So if you want to reach us for Preezy Speed School, we are the Preezy Speed School powered by LifeBridge Health and Fitness. You can just Google it. It's just as simple as that. If you want to try a... Uh, a free class. We'd be more than happy to do that. Go to the website, Google Parisi Speed School, powered by Lightbridge Health and Fitness, and you will be able to get a free pass to try a class. And that's for um, any athlete age 7 to 18. Um, if you would like to just try the club, Lightbridge Health and Fitness, once again, our you can Google us, but also our website is Um You can also reach us by phone number at 410-318-6800. If you want to reach Parisi, you can still call that same number, 410-318-6800. So if you have any interest, if you want to try the club for free, feel free to go to the website, and we'll absolutely hook you up with Guest Pass. If you want to try Parisi Speed School for free or have your kid try Parisi Speed School, then once again, we have a, a free pass, free trial on our website. Hakeem Clark, thank you very much. Thank you very much. You've been listening to the AC Sports Report. As you know, there's a massive scene of youth sports in the DMV, and it's our passion to cover it all. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had fun. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at www.alstoncarlisle.com. Till next time, this has been the AC Sports Report.